Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're number one source for everything cannabis. And don't forget, if you're looking for high quality seeds, head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at fair prices. Head to rocketseeds.com. And today, just me and my big brother holding it down. Big brother, I know you have a bunch of news. What's going on? Well, there was a recent article regarding it. Regarding, <laughs> oh. Uh-oh, he's choking out. Nope, um, I don't have COVID. I just smoke weed. <laughs> it's uh, talking about employee rights now that states have legalized to some degree recreational d- adult use and medical. And that does a employer have to accommodate a medical, let's just even a medical patient who's been prescribed cannabis for their ailments. Do they have to provide a accommodation um, against their drug policies, which may include uh, cannabis as on the list for you can't have or you get fired if you have it in your system. The thing about this is you got to check each state. It's state by state. For example, California, the first state with Prop 215 to legalize use for medical patients and currently adult use so you can smoke it legally without a recommendation or with a recommendation. And there's still no protections in the state of California for a medical or adult use user of cannabis if that employer decides to test you and it's on their substance list that will get you fired. What do you think? So even somebody with like cancer who has a physician's recommendation properly and they get tested at work, they could be fired? Yep. The California Supreme Court actually held that an employer 
may still require pre-employment drug testing and take illegal drug use into consideration without making employment decisions. The court reasoned that no state law, namely California's, could completely legalize marijuana given that the federal government has yet to jump in on the legal cannabis bandwagon. Of note, though, there have been several ballot measures in California that have sought to prohibit this adverse action by employers against employees using marijuana on the job, but to date, they have failed. So they have not been able to change the law in California. Now, if we go to Massachusetts, a court recently ruled that an employee terminated because she smoked cannabis for her disability can make a disability discrimination claim. In that case, the employee who consumed cannabis to treat Crohn's disease, and we know people who, a lot of people who use it for that, um, shout out to Bone Prone. Tony Boney uh, Peroni. That's right. That's right. The, uh, it, it didn't matter. In that case, despite assurances by the employer that her medical marijuana use would not be an issue, she was fired because she predictably failed the drug administered test when she accepted the job offer. In response, the employee sued, alleging among other things, the employer discriminated against her by refusing to accommodate, accommodate her medical marijuana use. The Massachusetts Supreme Court agreed the first time a state's high court recognized that the right for such an accommodation may exist. What's better, New York takes a similar, similar view with the recent enactment of their adult use, uh, adult use laws. Employers cannot simply refuse to employ an individual by virtue of their cannabis use, period. That's so it. I think, I think New York has that right. Uh, in Florida, it's different. Employees can't be terminated for cannabis use. In Illinois, management cannot discharge an employee refused to hire someone for their lawful use of marijuana off-site. So it's a hodgepodge across all of the states right now. And if people in their state, they should Google it, whether or not the employee or the employer can terminate somebody for off-site cannabis use you need to Google that. And if your state allows that, you need to contact your state representatives to try to get that law changed. What do you think about that, little brother? I think uh, it'd be nice, you know, to not have to worry about it. I mean, so if somebody who's using cannabis offsite and then an accident happens while they're working and then they get tested, how are they going to prove when it was used? Is that I mean, I mean, where, where are they going to say that they're going to say, oh, you tested positive while you were working. But well, wait, I used it two weeks ago while I was off site. How are they going to be able to do that? Yeah, it's I mean, and, and that's another point pointed out in this article I'm looking at that simply stated it's not always possible to definitively know if an employee is under the influence at work. You might test positive for THC in your system, but is that the same thing that we talked about with DUIs? Does right. that mean you're impaired? And it goes on to indicate that the absence of tangible proof of cannabis use, it is dangerous for an employer to take action against an employee based on circumstantial evidence, red eyes, for example, et cetera. And unlike blood alcohol testing, there is no screen to determine whether an employee may be under the influence of cannabis while on the job. Because THC, the psychoactive chemical in cannabis, can stay in a user system for weeks or even months, Firing an employee for a positive drug test may be the equivalent of terminating an employee for having a couple of beers a week ago Saturday. 
Wow. So that that's basically what you're saying is that there's, yeah. the problem is that these companies have these zero tolerance laws or policies that they, they can't discern the difference between someone who is impaired on the job or not impaired on the job. And we've talked about this before. The fact that someone has THC in their system does not mean they are impaired or were impaired at the time that they were on the job. I mean, we tell people all the time, God knows, we should probably take a THC test. We should probably do that. And just to see where it comes back at, because we probably have enough in our system after 45 years of use on my end uh, that they might think it would kill an elephant. And I, how can I not be impaired? Yeah, that there's just no way to quantify it. Amazon, I believe it was Amazon that made the move to no longer test, right? That that was one of the bigger companies. So uh, I also read that Apple was about to do some shifting around. So maybe these bigger companies start to change their policies. Others will follow suit. I mean, it's it's interesting that more employers haven't done this, but the wave is for employers to take cannabis off the substance list for their zero zero tolerance policies because and and also in this day and age we've got a labor shortage right we have a major labor shortage and this is just keeping people out i mean i believe several police departments have indicated that the mere the mere uh, admitting of prior use is not going to disqualify them from becoming a police officer Actually, yeah. I think it should be a requirement that all police officers and law enforcement use cannabis. What do you think? I'll, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think it would mellow them out, keep them calm, and then they would, there's no way after using it properly that they would go and bust somebody for it. So I think that that has to happen. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's one of those things that is still ridiculous in this day and age where it's, you know, people are falling into a trap that, oh, I can go buy it without a medical recommendation. There's adult use in my state. I can just go buy an eighth and go smoke it, not even thinking if God forbid something happens at the workplace, there's a trip and fall, there's an accident, and you're involved in that, no matter if you're 100% sober, you're going to end up testing for THC if you smoked on the weekend, or if you smoke as much as we do, or you smoke every evening to get to sleep. It's, it's just ridiculous that people are lulled into this sense of uh, sense of false security, false security. Right. Correct. 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 And they, well, and that's why we encourage everyone to get those recommendations. I mean, at least at least you'll have a better argument if you're going to bring it up when something happens at work versus just being an adult use user, which is still stupid that they make adult use. They, they make it legal for, to some degree. But then you could go use tomorrow night. You could go have six shots last night and two joints and then get fired the next day or a week later for smoking those joints. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't add up. There are some states that actually are very progressive. And there's been a couple cases where a court has ordered a workers' compensation insurance carrier to pay for someone's cannabis use to treat their problems. I had a case like this years ago uh, before Prop 64. And unfortunately, the court wasn't as progressive in my case, but a guy had half his hand cut off. And we were trying to argue that this guy was literally going crazy on the seven types of narcotics that they had him on and pain pills. 
and he started using cannabis and he got off all of the pain pills and narcotics yet the work comp insurance company refused to pay for the cannabis which was a fraction of the cost of what it was costing them for the opiates and the narcotics and uh, he had to pay for it himself and the work comp judge in california agreed that they didn't have to pay for it a lot of times the insurers just you know it's federally legal still so i don't have to do it even though it's legal in the state where they consumed it and uh, legally consumed the cannabis i mean that's just where it is that's that's how cannabis is these days and we're going to come back with some more cannabis news with big brother right after this break it's cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back with cannabis talk 101 ai might be the most important new computer technology ever it's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested so buckle up the problem is that ai needs a lot of speed and processing power so how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control it's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law, are holding it down today. We sure do miss Blue and Joe. I always almost say that, Blue and Jew. <laughs> Joe and Blue, love you guys. All right, we got some more cannabis news, big brother. Yeah, this is a great one. As we predicted, me and little brother, despite claims from po- prohibitionists, team cannabis use has gone down since legalization. It's gone down with who? It's gone. Kids. 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 Not overall use. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I think overall use is up, but teen use is down. And of course, the advocates for the reefer madness to continue the reefer madness, none of it has borne true. Kids aren't using more of it. Cities aren't evaporating. There's actually lower crime in areas that there's legal cannabis storefronts, and it's just not happening. The reefer madness mentality has been debunked, yet we still have people arguing that fallacious argument that if you legalize it, all these things are going to get worse in the fall of sky, but then the sky is falling. And that's just not happening. The, the sky isn't falling. Money's being made. And, you know, businesses are being ripped off by the uh, governments of the cities with all these high taxes and regulations and everything. It's, it's hard to make a buck. Now, I mean, what, what's great, though, is that the, the critics who claim all this doomsday shit has nothing to back it up with. They have no data. But we do now. Yes. As advocates try to get other states to legalize it to get towns in California and elsewhere to grant cannabis licenses, they can now confidently point to a large body of solid evidence that the legal state, that the legal status of weed doesn't cause more kids to use it. And in fact, it is, it is yielding a decrease in use among teens. Teens. The Journal of American Medical Association recently published a major study concluding that states that have legalized cannabis for either medical or adult use have seen changes in youth consumption that are statistically indistinguishable from zero, meaning it is going down. In fact, researchers found that out in jurisdictions that have legalized it, teen use has actually fallen after legalization. One of the reasons is I think, you know, it's, you know, when we were kids, I don't know if we did it to be rebels. We did it because we ended up liking it instead of drinking. We smoked uh, cannabis back in the day. Well, when you tell kids uh, don't do something, typically they're going to do it, right? That's the idea. Correct. Correct. So this is showing that now that's okay, it's fine. You can do it, even though kids still can't, even if it's their parents' cannabis that they might find. Like I think I did with one of my first joints with uh, my childhood <laughs> friend, Matt. Um, we found it in his parents, in his parents closet, I believe. And uh, we actually we actually took a cigarette and dumped out all the tobacco and stuffed the cannabis inside the cigarette because we had no idea what a joint was or how to even roll a joint. Um, but the uh, the prohibitors still they're making all kinds of wild, and unfounded claims about how legal weed will result in more people getting stoned, while in fact, that is just not the case. Nearly a decade in 
from Colorado legalizing adult use and nearly four years into California's legal regime of cannabis, the truth of the matter is clear. The JAMA study confirms that what earlier research has told us, teenagers who use cannabis do so or don't without regard to the legal status of cannabis. Even the people running the government's war on drug agencies are coming around on this question. Just before the Journal of American Medical Association study was released, Nora Folkow, the director of the National Institute on Drug Abuse, appeared on a podcast hosted by Ethan Nadelman, the former director of the Pro-Legalization Drug Policy Alliance. She noted that for years, she had assumed the legalization result in increased cannabis use among teens, but she flatly admitted, quote, overall, it hasn't happened. She was further convinced by a study by, let's see, in 2019, published by the AMA sister journal, Journal of American Medical Association Pediatrics, that showed an actual 8% decline in teen use in states where adult use is legal. So they're using it less in those legal states. It's, it's what we just said. It's, it's, journal it's, of American it's legal medical now. Association. Legal now, so it doesn't. It's not as attractive to. to well, a I mean, lot whatever the whatever the case may be, we are able to actually look at studies that have been done. The the prohibitionists who still cry wolf and cry reefer madness, they have nothing to point to to substantiate their unfounded claims of what cannabis does if it's legalized. Well, so hopefully that'll make a difference uh, as we go across the state and federally. You think it'll help? Is it going to go federal? I mean, I mean, here's another story. Here's another uh, study, and it indicates it's a more comprehensive study looked at, which looked at data collected in the annual Youth Recovery Behavior Survey, and this was done from 1993 up through 2017. It confirms several earlier studies essentially reaching the same conclusion. The Department of Education looked at youth surveys between 2009 and 2019 and found no measurable difference in cannabis use among teens in states that became legal. Earlier, the Center for Disease Control actually concluded that cannabis consumption in those states has actually declined among teenagers. Isn't that crazy? You know, I mean, it's unfortunate that we hear all this, we see the studies that are happening, we see the results, but yet we don't have real meaningful change yet. I mean, when's that going to come? How, how many studies is there going to have to be? I mean, probably a lot more, but, but, but the, the good thing is we actually have those studies now and that the, in, in the 2019 Journal of American Medical Association Pediatric Study, the researchers concluded that the main argument put forth by advocates must be right. Quote, that it is this, this might be a reason why the decline as well. It is more difficult for teenagers to obtain cannabis as drug dealers are replaced by licensed dispensaries that require proof of age. So while we still have a lot of trap houses, a lot of trap deliveries, it is probably a lot harder to actually get cannabis if you're a kid nowadays. I don't know. I haven't tried. Haven't been out on the street to, <laughs> to test that yet, but it could be. And we'll it have also to ask points, uh, blues kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it might be like we said earlier, as it becomes increasingly mainstream, it, it loses its allure as a forbidden fruit. 
which is a well-documented motivation for some number of, you know, cannabis using teens. They want to be rebellious. They want to go smoke weed, you know, but since it's legal, then, uh, you know, what's the point? There's what, what, you know, it's less convinced. It's a less convincing sign of rebelliousness to smoke cannabis these days. than it was, let's say when we were young. Right. Well, and it's maybe, maybe, maybe they don't want to do what their parents are doing. Parents exactly. are smoking. It's like, ah, oh, I don't smoke that like my mom and dad. Jeez. <laughs> that's right. Uh, ab- absolutely. And that's pointed out too. That's it's increasingly becoming a thing. Boring. Uh, adults do it, you know? Um, so we don't want to, you know, it, the allure isn't there anymore. And uh, I'm just glad that we have more and more studies by reputable, the journal of American medicines association and their sister uh, and their sister organization of pediatrics coming in, telling us that the sky isn't falling teen use has declined. It's a no brainer. It's just unfortunate that our elected representatives, especially at the federal level, uh, must have been just, they become selectively blind and ignore these studies. Selectively head up their ass. That's right. The proverbial head up their collective asses needs to be pulled out and listen to these studies because there are none that support the bullshit. You know, we, I get so, so anxious and irritated when I hear this stuff. I, I got to take a little draw of this vape. And you know, it's Viscous Vape, the ultimate cannabis vape experience. Viscous is a premium vape brand born in Venice Beach, delivering the maximum potency you can expect from the Viscous brand. Live the ride with the most pleasant tasting, ultra potent and super smooth cartridges on the market, the website is viscous.life. That's viscous, V-I-S-C-O-U-S dot life. And this is Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. 
Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law, your world, your number one source for everything cannabis. I think it's your world's number one source for everything cannabis. And right now I've got some when cannabis goes bad for you. The headline reads, out of Washington, D.C., nearly 4,000 bongs and thousands of dollars in cash seized by agents at the Washington, D.C. airport. That's right, customs officers seized thousands in unreported cash and a shipment of nearly 4,000 glass bongs at one of Washington, D.C.'s major airports, U.S. Customs and Border Protection said in a news release, officers from Customs and Borders found the unreported currency in a carry-on bag belonging to a male married couple flying to Ghana from Dole's International Airport, which is about 21 miles west of Washington, D.C. The couple said they had a combined $10,500 but officers discovered another $23,641 in an envelope Whoops. concealed under the bag zippered liner. Oh, they're not going to find that. <laughs> in the carry-on, there's no limit to how much currency travelers are allowed to bring in or out of the United States, but federal law requires travelers to declare how much they have if it exceeds $10,000. Now, officers seized the money and released the couple with $641, quote, as a humanitarian relief. So out of all that money, they let him keep 641 bucks. The wow. couple was not criminally charged. Here's another case of where they're taking all the money under the seizure laws, but they didn't charge him criminally. In another instance, these officers obtained a shipment of 3,378 glass bongs from China, and they were labeled as gravity pipes. Import specialists estimate that the shipment was worth $56,000 and determined that the bongs, water pipes often used for smoking cannabis, violated transporting drug paraphernalia into the U.S. So you got to remember, these bongs, pipes, and other apparatuses that you use to deliver cannabis into your paraphernalia. system, paraphernalia, and can get confiscated still still happening what however many years ago it was that tommy chong got busted uh, in the pipe dreams whole deal for for bongs and stuff and you know what's really fucked up as it is with cannabis it's illegal to bring the paraphernalia it's illegal to bring the cannabis but the vast majority of people get away with it and then you have people thinking that it's just okay because their friend got away with it and we get messages like that all the time from people. Oh, my friend did this and my friend did that. We have to remind people all they did was get away with it. And if you're one of the few unlucky ones who wants to bring a couple of ounces through or your bong through and they want to nab you, if you have residue on that bong, that's going to be another charge, too, for for the concentrate or whatever uh, you're consuming. That's that's still in there. So you got to be very careful. And as we say, you know, know the laws that you're going to violate and don't be surprised if you're going to bring paraphernalia or cannabis on a plane, 
Don't be surprised if you end up in cuffs looking at misdemeanor or felony charges. And that right there is when cannabis goes really bad. You got some more news for us, big brother? Yeah, this one actually I'm going to have to say for another time because we don't have the time to go into it. I think it could be a whole show about how the Republicans are warming to cannabis. Ooh. I'm going to tease. I'm going to tease that one because we, we don't have enough time left to really, really discuss it. Um, Why don't we review the, the script a little bit? We haven't done that in a while. Sure. We got five minutes or so. Uh, all right. So for those that don't know, we teach something called the script. The last 25 words you're ever going to want to use when you are dealing with the cops. And if you check out our Instagram and all of our social media pages we have, you will see us do this review of the script, which goes like this. Big brother, why? What do you say when the cops first pull up on you after you get pulled over? Why'd you pull me over? Because you were speeding. What's that smell in your car? I'm not discussing my day. You gave me a hard time. Why, why are you being rude? Tell me, tell me what the smell is. Am I being detained or am I free to go? You're being detained because I think you're being rude. But if you tell me where the smell is, I promise to let you go. And then I literally have to say verbally, I invoke the fifth. And then no matter what the cop says, does, threatens you, lie to you because cops can lie and say whatever they want. What do you do? I shut the fuck up and never consent to a search and always film the police. And you're going to want to shut the fuck up all the way up until you bail out or you get released otherwise. And you come talk to an attorney. Do and not. A, yeah. I mean, all, all the way through, don't talk, don't incriminate yourself. Don't consent to a search, no matter what they say, what they do, what they threaten you with the dogs, whatever. Don't consent to a search. If they're going to search your car, they'll ultimately search your car. And if you've consented, then any wrongful action that they undertook to get into your car is wiped away completely. Otherwise, if you don't consent and they unreasonably get into your vehicle without probable cause, then we can certainly, when most attorneys in most states can get that case thrown out of court based on unreasonable search and seizure. So you, you want to remember that never consent to a search. And remember, cooperating is not talking with the police. That's why you say, I'm not discussing my day. That's the nice way of saying it's none of your business, what I'm doing, how it smells, where I'm going. It's the most polite way to engage and just simply I'm not discussing my day. And then I'm I free to go. Am I detained or am I free to go? They have to make a decision. They pulled you over for a blinker violation or an illegal lane chain. Are they really going to take you in because you're not talking to them? Maybe yeah, rem- if maybe, they are, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, if, maybe not. But if they're a- asking you questions. Right. Why are they right. asking you questions? If they're asking you questions, remember this. They don't have enough to arrest you on. Otherwise, they would just arrest you. So just please. Keep that in mind. We stress that every day. Shut the fuck up. And it's nothing more than your constitutional rights here in in the United States. So remember, it works all over the United States because those constitutional rights follow you everywhere. And this is the best way to protect and preserve all of your rights, remedies and defenses. If you need them to defend yourself against bullshit charges in a criminal case, and more importantly, 
in a civil action where you're going to sue the cops or the city or whatever governmental agency violated your civil rights. And when we say this, we're talking about language and voices that attorneys have to deal with going through a court case. And if all we have to hear is what the cops are chattering about, and on the other side, all we hear is, I'm not discussing my day and those 25 words, we are going to be in a much better position to prove the cops have violated your rights because very often the cops will lie. They will forget that their camera and microphone is on and they'll say shit later that can be used against them. They'll write things in the report that differ from what we hear and see in the audio and video. So when it's only the cop and their voices, it's much, much better. So remember that script and do this once or twice a day. Why did you pull me over? I'm not discussing my day. Am I being detained or am I free to go? I invoke the fifth. Then you shut the fuck up. And be sure That's to right. join us. Yeah. yeah. Any last words, big brother, before we get out of here? Just shut the fuck up. That's it. You heard it. My big brother said so. You should do it. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. We do. Cannabis Talk 101. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.